Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave, and with me this week is a very special guest of mine, Eileen Murphy. Uh, Eileen is a uh, an artist and um, painter and a very an exceptionally talented person, um, much better than this podcast deserves in any way. So hi, hi, Eileen. Hi, Dave. It's an honor to be here. Ah, shucker dues. Well, thank you for being here. I really do mean it. It's really great uh, that you came out um, and 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 came all this way to to Sunnyside, Queens, the place I live. It's like four miles, probably. Yeah, uh, that's a long. Again, better New than York better than this podcast deserves. <laughs> uh, you had you had to ride what the seven one one train. It's a one seat ride. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. That's I mean, you did you actually get a seat? I did because I got on at Hudson Yards. Oh, nice, nicely yeah, done, nicely right. done. So that's some New York talk that's, for you guys. That's all we talk about. Anyway, so um, welcome, Eileen. Thanks. Tell us about yourself. Um, well, I am newly thirty-seven years old. Happy uh, birthday! Thanks. Uh, I've known you. I would say since 2006. Sounds about right. So I, that, I think we're going to call that 12 years. Oh, um, God. And I, should I say how we know each other? Sure. Okay. I went to college with Dave's beautiful wife, Kelly. You're looking at me like, is this right? Well, <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> like that would be information you'd know, not me. I'm trying not to say also the word like. Mm-hmm. I also I said to Dave when I walked into the uh, cabana uh, today that I don't think I've, if I've ever been on microphone, it's been brief uh-huh. and I don't think it's it happened in my adult life. So I don't even know. I mean, I just, I pity the listener is all you're I'm doing saying. great. Okay. Doing as great. long as that's true. It's absolutely true. Um, I'm excited for the topic at hand. Sure. Uh, as I am, as Dave said, a pretty, well, he didn't, you didn't say this, but I'm a pretty visual person Okay. as my currency is, um, the scene world. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you do uh, scenic painting. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't do scenic painting actually at all, ever. Oh. Um, That's a different line of work. Okay. Uh, But I I am a painter and I I do work for an artist. Um, There are a lot of scenic painters in New York. I know a lot of them. How would you classify your work? Because this is... I work for for an artist who you, if you know anything about art, you would know of him. For sure. But, you know, if you, you might not know things about art contemporary art well how would you classify fine. your oh my work painting. i'm a landscape painter ah different than scenic painting D- yeah scenic painting means in new york it means like you paint broadway sets oh yeah fuck that shit yeah well no it's good work i mean, I mean you yeah, know sure. let's not cast i'm not kidding no it's just i mean, I mean it's one aspersion uh no i was gonna say it's one aspersion after another but there actually haven't been any so far no uh, I, i'm I, about to get to some i've so. worked around broadway painters and stuff like that i didn't realize that it was called that was that was the uh the umbrella you put scenic painting under. yeah it's um it's it makes total sense they have a union and stuff so (laughs) i don't know why that makes it like that's what it is because well they i mean they have a group of people who who yeah they'll have a group of people who will show up and yell at you if if you are like i'm a scenic painter they'll be like let me see your card but i am a landscape painter Uh and that has its own different rewards uh, on a smaller scale. Yeah. Yeah. You once taught me landscape painting. Yes. And I have that painting and I meant to bring it to you That's because right. I have the painting. And uh, it's really it's quite no, charming. It, charming's a word for no, it. No, but it's, I mean, I actually think if you if you had a website for this podcast and you put up a picture, I think people would really like it. Okay. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's, I really think that. And I think that that 
the reason I was called here today is that the cartoon we're talking about has a tree in it, which <laughs> is one of my favorite subjects. Um, the cartoon we are talking about does have a tree in it. That's not the sole reason you were called here today. What if that was the only reason? That, then I would have to call you for like 85% of Facebook <laughs> comics. Um, no, you're here because as an as an artist, uh, I, I, I think like I just scream laughed into the mic. Don't you have to lean out when you laugh? I think you're fine. Okay. I think you're. T- I don't know. That's what I know people do on podcasts. Well, I listen to it. Listen, uh, so do I. But we're making our own rules okay. here. We make our we own make rules. our own rules. Much like Heathcliff. Heathcliff makes his cartoon. own rules. Um, no, uh, you're here, uh, one, because you're kind enough to do this, and oh. two, because uh, you, have a, you, have, you are a visual person. You, have a, a, you, you make your living as a visual person, and I think it'd be great to get a visual artist's take on all of this lunacy. Um, so I'm going to describe uh, this uh, cartoon that we're talking about, and... Um, It'll be in the show notes, the link as well, if you want to look at it. Um, It's from April 19th, 2018. Days ago. Days and days ago, a full week ago. Uh, We're recording this on April 26th. That's true. That Uh, math checks out. That math does check out. And so I'll describe this. uh, Eileen, interject as you see fit. Sure. Um, So Heathcliff, center of the panel, as he often is, is walking down the street. I think he's strutting. He's kind of strutting. He's kind of got a strut. He's got some swagger. He's also got his hands behind his back, as he often does when, like, the artist is trying to, like, yeah, put out there that Heathcliff's feeling good about life in general. Mm -hmm. Um, He's walking down the street. The street uh, sort of curves towards us, you know. Um, There's a lot of forced perspective here. Um, but it, it, it comes towards us. There's a lawn to Heathcliff's immediate right, the street itself to Heathcliff's immediate left, mm-hmm. um, behind Heathcliff in the background. Uh, it's a motley crew. <laughs> yes, there is a motley crew. Um, they're all standing, they're mostly standing in a yard, uh, in the yard that Heathcliff is uh, walking past. In the background of the yard, we see a white picket fence, uh, there, there's that tree you mentioned, um, and there is the um, brutalist gray <laughs> houses no, that you mentioned. Can I have a comment about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, please. That's not that house is not supposed to be brutalist gray. It's supposed to show atmospheric perspective. Oh, I'm positive about that All because right. as objects grow farther in space, uh-huh. air is not empty. No, it is so not. So if you see mountains that are far away from you, yeah. they're going to look bluer or purpler sure, sure. than what's close to you. So that house is just farther away than you think it is. Oh. Now, it makes no sense. The house is not so far away that it would all be in one tone right. of this sort of smoky color. Right. Um, but I think that is a purely a device to show distance. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Thank you for that. I don't I think we're in like a gulag or something. I mean, or in a strip mall. I th- I feel like Heathcliff. If there was a big reveal, like <laughs> a season one <laughs> twist at the end, it would be that they're all in hell. Maybe you know, like. That but um, be. I mean, what else explains hell is a strip this? Strip mall. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um. So so that's sort of the setup. Heathcliff's walking down the street. Uh, there's a bunch of creatures around Heathcliff. This is probably the most characters I've ever seen drawn in a single Heathcliff panel. So uh, to these characters, um, uh, 
I just want the frog to get out of the street. There's a frog. There's in a frog in the, the street. street. I will work from the frog. He's he's at roughly five o'clock on the clock, bottom right corner. And can I give a term to him? Yes, please. I think that frog is. Um, there's a device in painting called a repoussoir, which is there is <laughs> you a. You are <laughs> killing this shit. This is awesome. There is a device in the foreground that leads you into the rest of the picture. Usually, oh, usually it's yeah. in the bottom no, left corner, but I think it's he's in what I would say is you might call it the golden section of this painting. Okay. So if there's an annunciation and you have like a, the angel Gabriel talking to Mary, yeah, they're probably where the frog is. So I'm just oh, saying like okay. if you did the math, if you want to Google the golden section, that's where the frog. So is. the frog invites us in, which also sure. explains his stance. Yes. He's standing in the street, and unlike sort of the other characters who are all, all of them are staring at Heathcliff. Sure. The frog is sort of staring into the middle distance, almost forward, but also like he's, his stance is such that he is sort of like, he is opening up the panel to Cheating us. out, or yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah. actors would call it. Exactly. Sure. The frog is standing in a way. It's funny that we both identified him as a frog, because... What else He's would he green. Be? Yeah, it, the Could mind. The mind just like went like frog. Like that's just what my brain did. Yeah, there's no frog element now that I look there's at him. There's nothing about He's got him. Straight legs. He's green. He's standing on his hind legs. He's he's got sort of ninja turtle facial features. But he almost has a beak. Yeah. Yeah. He's like no frog I've ever seen. No. Moving around the clock, um, to the next creature, so who's at roughly seven o'clock on the clock. Um, is a butterfly. Sure. Um, butterfly. Interesting scale of this butterfly. Inter- very interesting. The butterfly, for if represented accurately, is roughly the size of Heathcliff's head, <laughs> which would be terrifying. <laughs> which it's like it's one of the largest butterflies in the world. Um, I think he can't fly for his own weight. Yeah. Or her own weight. I'm it, not sure. It's slowly sinking to the ground. Doesn't um, have a lot of lift. Uh, red wings, brown body, typical butterfly shit. Um, the thing about uh, uh, butterflies, butterflies are gorgeous when you like see them flutter by. But if you ever see one actually like land and then look at it, mm-hmm. its body, they're, it's they're no. creepy. They're no. creepy animals. Yeah, if you dipped it in some other color, you'd be like, get this thing out of yeah, my face. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Like They'd be like some... Yeah. I remember when I went to um, a- as a child to uh, to the to the Everglades. My parents took me there, and we wandered through. And it was like probably mid August, and I don't know what how many days these creatures had left to live, but they were about two and a half inches long. They were crickets, <sighs> and they were golden mottled color. Mm-hmm. So they were very large articulated bugs and they were everywhere waiting to carry you away well they would be except that like i said i don't think they had long to live because they were real busy having sex sure they were going nuts on each other all over these paths that we were walking and um that's not what's happening in this cartoon that's not what's happening in this cartoon bugs bugs freak me out is the point (laughs) Standing to the immediate uh, left, panel left anyway, Heathcliff right, um, of the butterfly on the lawn itself is a dog. The dog, like most of these other creatures, can stand on its hind legs. It could be a kangaroo. It could be a kangaroo. 
I don't think I've ever seen a button nose on a kangaroo. I mean, fair, but yeah, that's fair. You know, um, uh, it's observing Heathcliff. It's brown. It's re- relatively dog shaped. It's got a tail, and his hands are also behind his back. Which, um, although the, he's not strutting, he's not strutting. But this is this is n- not so much an artistic choice as a choice that is made necessary by another thing that's happening in the panel, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, behind the dog is a man who's raking leaves. He, with a turquoise broom. With a turquoise broom. It is a jewel tone. It is. And the bro- Inexplicably. And oh, it's a r- no, it's a rake. It's not a broom. Yeah, it's a rake. And like everything else so. in this world that you're supposed to be able to see through, you can't see through it. No. So nets, windows, um, uh, cages, everything in this world that ha- that that is of that style, like slatted, is uh, colored in for some reason. Yeah, it's just a triangle. It's just a triangle that's blue across. with some lines that he's going to drag, drag around. across that grass. He's also wearing light blue pants. There's not pants. a leaf in sight, by the way. There isn't. There isn't. You're absolutely right and about that. And it's not the fall. It's not the fall. We can see that the, everything is green. Um, he's wearing a red baseball cap he's sunk, got, got uh glasses on his no, hair and is no eyeballs he's got no eyeballs again you can't see through things in this <laughs> okay. world so he's blinded by his own glasses um he's um uh got i think grayish hair grayish mustache and he's wearing um uh light blue pants that um if you look at them they exactly match the slats of the uh white picket fence behind him it's like he wasn't originally drawn to this panel. Yeah. And then the artist was like, I need one more thing. And then he drew the guy, but he just drew his legs as the slats. But also, he has no feet. So unless he's behind the... Unless that yard he's has... He's behind a, the curve of the earth. Yeah. The, the yard has a cresting hill and maybe yeah. he's in a ditch. Uh, I have commentary about the... I don't want to get ahead of us, but there's a rabbit and I have things to say about his feet too. But I just want to say this man... It's unclear. Maybe that's a triangular flat shovel. Like, who knows? But he's in a hole. I think Gallagher has a thing about drawing feet and about drawing hands. If he's, if you look, he he avoids both whenever he can. I mean, that's fair. But if that guy has shoes on, it's just two ovals. Yeah, I agree. You know. But he doesn't like doing it. Um, seated on the fence itself is a gray cat. This is the most... To to date, aside from Heathcliff, this is the thing that looks most like the animal it's supposed to be. It's got whiskers. It's got whiskers. It's got pointy ears, oval face, button nose. It's incredulous. It's kind of incredulous. You can see its tail peeking out over the fence. Um, and then uh, at like one thirty one ish on the clock above Heathcliff top of the panel are two birds there in the tree twin birds i would say they look like twins they're both blue they're almost identical or at least related yep um they're uh just hanging out on a branch of the tree they look bird shaped they're blue etc at the bottom of the tree is the last creature the aforementioned rabbit that you brought up you wanted to say something about him well you just don't know where he is because if you looked at that tree First of all, you're like, is that tree? Could it be any closer to the fence? There's, if you looked at this drawing, yeah. there would be no space between the pickets of the fence and the tree. And That's yet true. there is a rabbit behind it yeah. because part of his body is obscured by the tree and he must just be in the same strange ditch as the man yeah, with the rake. But the di- I guess the ditch must run oddly like at an angle, yes. presumably towards the house and probably... 
undermining its foundation. Yeah. This man probably his home, presumably it's his home. He doesn't just go onto lawns that he doesn't own and rake but, them with his But the house is still by color emphatically far away. So Well, I don't that's know. the house that's in the next yard, I think. Yeah. So Oh, you mean this guy's house? This guy's okay. house uh, presu- oh, sure. presumably there's home. a trench that runs from the corner yep. of the fence. Yes. To, towards the house itself because there's no other way it could run, right? No. It doesn't run along the, fr- the fence, so it must run towards the house and that's going to cost him quite a bit in um, in the future. Yeah, I don't know why he could feel so good with all this, you know, it gives unsoundness it, going it, on. It does give him a reason to be standing there raking because presumably all the leaves or detritus is in the trench. That's that would just true. Be where it naturally it's like a an underground gutter or some such thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get to what everybody is. We left out a really important piece of information. Everybody in this panel, the frog, the butterfly, the dog, the man, the cat, the rabbit. Is it nine characters? How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine. There's nine nine characters. That's a lot of nine characters. Uh, All nine characters, the birds and Heathcliff himself, they're all wearing a yellow shirt, and the yellow shirt has three letters on it. B-R-O. Now, I'm assuming... Oh, I didn't even think it would be anything but... Bro? Bro. So they're all bros? Well, let's read the caption. All right. Which doesn't seem relevant, but I just want to read it. <laughs> so... One of the two birds' mouths is open. Oh, you think? Oh, is that why? Okay. In, yes. In, no, in I, Heathcl- I see it. In Heathcliff world, that usually means that's the person who's talking. Sure. Or the entity that's talking. Um, for some reason, by the way, all captions in Heathcliff are quoted. I was going to ask about the quotes. Yeah, they're all. They all have quotes. I assume that's also to drive home the point that somebody so, that it's the author of, of Heathcliff mouth. doesn't actually necessarily. This does not speak for him. Sure. This speaks. For the creature, he is whatever. I mean, retweets are not endorsements. They're not. They're so, not. This know. is this is not even a like. Um, boy, Twitter joke. Uh, um, it's a bird. Hey, the birds. The I birds mean, I thought it was like meta. I think it's kind of meta. I'll take it. Anyway, they're all wearing a yellow shirt. The yellow shirt all say bro. I guess that's why the butterfly is so large. Because yeah. you have to be able to see it. Why? Why the dog's hands are behind his back? True, I didn't make any of those. Um, those are all uh, important choices. Why the man is holding the rake so awkwardly? Mm. They're all looking at Heathcliff, except for the frog, who, again, as you point out, brings invites us into the panel. Yeah, Heathcliff is not looking at any of them. He's got his eyes sort of heavily lidded and is just sort of strutting through. And um, the caption quoted. One bird saying, presumably to the other, but possibly just to the world. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I what this makes me think of. Please. I have a thought. Yes, please. So, um, bro is a word that if I'm going to, if I want to be derogatory uh-huh. towards a male, that's what I'll call him. Oh, so I'll I was keep thinking, that in mind. I was thinking today that I have a friend who is, uh, she likes almost everyone. Uh-huh. But if she doesn't like someone, what she'll tell me about that person is that they're arrogant. Like that's the word she'll use. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if I don't like 
a dude, the word I'm most likely to use is bro. Bro. I'm most likely to be like, oh, he's bro. Or yeah. like, bro, just I like I don't I mean it in the worst way you can mean it. OK. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about you, bro. Interesting. So this panel to me is just like, I don't know what is going on, but I don't want to hang out with any of them. No. And also in this, I thought for a second because the butterfly's shirt is so small that yeah. she was a lady butterfly. Oh, interesting. And then so to be surrounded by all like these eight bros. <laughs> oh, that's I was a like, sad this scene. is rough. But See, is, I it not, is it sad with or without a male butterfly? I don't know. I mean, it's just. It's, I don't it's know sad. that I even put a gender to most of these creatures. The man oh, is obviously no. a man. He, well, like maybe that's true. But then why? Well, here's my question. And here's. Here's something I'm just now coming to looking at this panel. Okay. Imagine you're an outsider to this community. As as we are. As we are. And you walk into um this town and everybody there is wearing the same shirt. I mean, is this what the suburbs are just like? I don't know. I mean, I haven't like, been there in a long time. Like, I, is that what happens? I went, I went to a suburb relatively recently. It wasn't like that. Like, the birds were not wearing matching. T-shirts. No, but pretty positive. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But also, I mean, well, so is this, this isn't a known phenomenon? That is we're this just a comment on? on suburbia? Is it? Um, is it a comment on community in a more positive way than I'm reading it? I don't see this as positive. Because why is know? it bro and not like buddy? Well, also, like, it seems because they're all, like, viewing Heathcliff as Heathcliff walks by, right? And because they're all, they've all sort of stopped what they're doing and Heathcliff is coming. Is and he all not one? Is it because he's not a team player? Is And they're surprised? N- uh, maybe, but I get the feeling that Heathcliff forced them to wear these shirts. With what? W- by waterboarding them? <laughs> You jumped right to torture. I mean, but how would he do that? I don't know. Did he wrestle the? But birds like, into you kind of get the feeling like, how does an, how does anything of that sort happen? Oh, I kind of, but but you know what? I don't understand that if it's if it was Heathcliff talking and saying the caption right now, then he'd be like, "This is great. I got everyone to do what I wanted." Right. But why does the bird then think it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Because he's not going to get eaten by Heathcliff? Because he's wearing a bro t-shirt? I don't understand. Maybe they're all wearing the t-shirt so that Heathcliff doesn't assault them. Is that a thing that he does normally? Heathcliff is pretty big on assault. Like if you read these, if you read the <laughs> comics, he's pretty, he's pretty yeah, into... The guy's holding a rake. You think he could take, take care of himself? I don't know. Have you ever enraged a cat? I mean, it is the it, worst. It's like you don't... You don't fight that off with a rake. You so how put is yourself being, in the bathroom and wait until it's done. How is he being placated by the T-shirt? I think. He, is I it think a straight it, jacket? His arms are behind his back. I don't think he's placated by the T-shirt. I think he's placated by everybody else wearing the T-shirt. I think he, I think he feels that he's made a show of strength. He's forced everybody into this position. It's like. It's like if you ever shake hands with somebody. This this is oh. a very bro thing to do. Yeah, the crushing handshake. The crushing handshake, which only you feel. Uh-huh. Like, and you know that this guy is just doing this to do this, you know? Oh, yeah. And because you, you're in a, you're in a social setting, you're not going to, like, ruin everybody's night by being like, hey, you're a dick. Yeah. You know? Um, 
how else? What else explains this? Are they in an army? They're not lined up like they're in an army. They're not, you know, in no, any they're formation. All, they're all definitely going about their day, and I don't even feel like they strictly have relationships. Otherwise, like this is not a group that would be. You wouldn't assume that they're working together on have anything. Have you seen the movie They Live? No. All right. Brief recap. Um, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. In one of his only film roles. Sure. Stars as a drifter. Um, he's just going from town to town, uh, doing construction work. It's in the eighties. Um, and he blows into this one town, um, and he starts working this construction site and it's next to this weird church. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's going on? This church is super weird. Um, and this church is getting a lot of deliveries and one of them breaks open and it's these sunglasses. Okay. He takes out one of the pairs of sunglasses and when Uh-oh. he puts it on, um, his view like we go to his perspective and his view changes it goes to black and white but also he can see what advertise what's behind an advertisement so like you'll see a billboard right and it will look like an ad for a computer and then he'll put on the sunglasses and it'll just say consume and the 80s were so big on subliminal messaging and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that i could totally get and that. like he'll be watch he'll watch it like TV and it'll just say. So you're saying we need glasses to look at this cartoon and understand the meaning, or you're saying that they're. I'm saying there's the something. The t-shirt is are like the glasses. This, maybe the t-shirt is like what's being revealed to us, like that all these people are on, are are members, even if not acting like they're in an army, they're all in the same army. By the way, the other thing it shows him is that like 10 percent of the population is aliens. Oh. Well, that I would almost believe more from this cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's wearing the t-shirt to fit in, but they're mostly aliens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any idea <laughs> what any of it means. That's fair. That's fair. This is a tough one. This is a tough one to make any kind of sense. Of I'd because like to see this with like different variations on the t-shirt. Yeah. Because you could just do this sort of endlessly. Well, it's not. Ju- yeah. Like it's also he found like the single like bro is not a word. I would like used about me, yeah, but it's, it's a fairly innocuous word. It's Maybe. not like this is a, it, it's not like this is a flaming eagle or but is like, it like on April 19th, 2018. Is it an innocuous word? No, I suppose it's not. I don't think it is. No. I mean, just the, the very genderedness of it to me yes, is some sort is of true. provocation or, I mean, it just doesn't seem like an accident unless this person is just truly was like, I need three letters right. that aren't going to bother anyone that could I, that could fit on a T-shirt. But I feel like that would even be. Why not high, you know, or uh, sup or. Or bud, you know, yeah. something like that. So I don't think that like there I I can't not look at this. OK, so there's something gendered about. This. Oh, for sure. And, you fe- and do you fe- do you see any of these creatures as female? Well, I thought maybe the butterfly. Uh, do you but see? Maybe what that's about the my birds? Perversion. No, I think I well, I see them as um, neutral twins. Neutrals? I don't see them as gendered. Okay. Yeah. So generally speaking, every like the cat, the cat is certainly sitting like a man as opposed to a female. But space. I think she has quite delicate features. So she could be a female. Oh, yeah. OK. What about the rabbit? I mean, the rabbit to me, there's something in the jowl that looks male. That's I agree. I agree. Yeah. Dogs definitely male. Yeah. Um, I think the frogs probably male. Frogs can switch their genders. <laughs> the frog also Life finds a way. looks so bewildered that I don't. 
Yeah. I couldn't be sure. <laughs> That's the other thing. The frog invites us in simply by looking like confused. I think the frog is also like, can you tell me what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> the I am frog is implicating the, this panel. Yeah, I am. Why am I in this shirt? Why am I? Yeah. How did I get here? Well, that's the other thing. Like none of the like, we have we ha- like. First of all, not everybody's a mammal. We got bugs. We got we got amphibians. For a second, I was like, yes, but no, you're right. We have like, two tiny dinosaurs in the tree. Yeah. Like so. Like somebody like took all these creatures that are not normally associated and did this to them. I don't feel like like. I don't know how you'd even get that shirt on that butterfly. And uh, not only how you'd get that you shirt on that butterfly, but like, how do you order a shirt for a butterfly? Yeah. These are printed shirts. Yeah. You know? And also, the like butterfly is cheated towards us, I just realized, because they don't have bro printed on their backs. No. So the butterfly is kind of like leading, is like, yeah, confronting us, leading Heathcliff along down the, down the street. Um, I mean, it's... So it's, did someone walk through the neighborhood taking orders with like sizes and there's or only one did, color, I mean, like, so, like the other, well... There's that, but also like, what cause? Here's the, here's my question. What cause? Like you know, because I you'll get an email from like every town for gun safety or something, or I do because you will. I'm I'm. Well, I say well, like, my family goes on a vacation every year, and we have T-shirts printed Sam sure. Murphy family vacation. Oh, that's cute. It's the best. That is very adorable. And last year was yellow, not my best color, but like I think you look could great this in be yellow. A version of that. I guess it's but again, just my like dad again, makes that order. Who's your, making this order? Your dad makes that order, but he also makes it for a family. These are not a. This is not a family creature. I mean, they're all in the same neighborhood, so that's kind of nice. But like my 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 larger question here is, what cause? Bro does not seem to be the cause that would get everybody on the same page, which is why I come back to this being an act of force. Because like again. If you get an email from every town or fr- or from the NRA or any other group, right, and they're like, wear orange on Thursday in protest of a thing, right? First of all... Or in support of a thing. Or in support of a thing. 5% of the country is getting that email, maybe. Second, oh, not even. Yeah. Second, um, most of them are not going to be moved to action. Like, if you take that action, you're probably going to walk around most of the day being like, oh, nobody else did this. You know, like even like mass protest, right? Like the largest protests I've been to have been a couple million people. But like, I I, I, like I get it, but I'm not on this page with that at all. Okay. I mean, so you think that Heathcliff is making them wear the shirt. I almost wonder if they didn't do it themselves and give him the shirt if they don't want him to abuse them. You're one of us, so please don't hurt us. Yeah, like we did this thing for you, and look, now we're all the same and stuff. And yeah, maybe it just—it seems I like mean, no one's protesting. No one. They're definitely not protesting something. They're definitely like, but that's my point. Like, there's no cause that gets this degree of lockstep. Right. You and know? even at the the biggest protest, not everyone's wearing the same t-shirt. Not everybody's wearing the same t-shirt. Not yeah. ev- you know. So like. For for this amount of buy-in, it has to be something incredibly important. And yes, the bird is saying it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which implies that they're all like neighborhood people who are like real proud of their neighborhood. But then why does it say bro? <laughs> Maybe it was just some guy in the next door app who's like, let's do this and it's going to be amazing. I just want to say that all of the thoughts we're having, mm-hmm. the frog is also having. Absolutely. He's got no idea. The frog is... Compl- well. Uh, I feel like someone just shoved him in stage left. <laughs> and they were like, you're part of this now. This is always my thing with Heathcliff. It's like, what happened off panel? 
Like, right. you know, like what does the rest of the neighborhood also look like this? How far out does this extend? And like, was the rabbit trying to hide? What's he doing back there? Yeah. What, what is, the, I, I mean, a cat would naturally hunt a rabbit. And Heathcliff is definitely coming from somewhere and going somewhere. Yes. He's got plans for the day. Yeah. This is the other thing. And they don't include yard work. Here's another thing about this that I just realized. So in the hunter prey dynamic, you got two cats, you got a rabbit. Those cat and you got two birds. The cats and the rabbit and the bird. I don't know if any of them love the butterfly either. The uh, I know who loves the butterfly. It's the frog. Yeah, the frog would true. eat the fuck out of that butterfly. But I think a cat would torment a butterfly any day of the week. The cat would absolutely and a bat bird at might, it. A yeah, bird might eat bird it might too. eat it too. So like we got a lot of creatures that would hunt each other. The dog would definitely hunt any of these creatures, right? And that guy is going to be like to everyone, get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. I got a shotgun. This is the suburbs. Yeah, um, sure. So the fact that they're all there, I mean, and all in relative peace, even though they're all wearing a creepy shirt, that could be seen as something nice. Oh, like all we need is matching clothing and everyone's going to get along forever. I mean, that is not wrong because I, mean, I they, think they you say, have to self-identify. They say that is like what happens with school uniforms. I I thought that was just uh, to remove class distinctions, not to create One unity. Of, I mean, kids find a way to make class distinctions. I mean, don't trust we all? me. Um, I wore a school uniform, and I'm like, I don't know. If, I don't know about any of it. <laughs> if I don't. I didn't feel connected to any of those no. people. Oh no. I did not wear a school uniform, um, and I don't want to talk about <laughs> anything about my. Childhood. I think that went in the wrong direction. No, obviously. but like, well, but like. I guess the question here. But there is, it's a, it, someone thinks it's a nice day because they're wearing the shirts. So there is some feeling of affinity. They think it's a nice day. They think everybody, everybody's behaving themselves. Everybody seems like they're all nice to each other and they're all wearing shirts. How much of this is connected? You know, mm, correlation, this, not causality. Yeah, yeah, right. Is there, is the fact that they're wearing shirts responsible for everybody being on the same page, everybody feeling. Like, we don't have to hit each other or hunt each other or eat each other. But also, this is a snapshot. Who this knows is, what's yeah. going to be happening in one Moments later, now. they're all going to realize that they're all... Someone's getting eaten. One of those birds is, like, yeah. on its back on the ground with its guts everywhere. Maybe that frog is, like, looking as confused as he is because he's like, why am I not eating that huge bug? That, yeah. would, be, that would be food for a week. He's calculating his, uh, you know range of motion to how quickly he can get over there with one hop yeah you know but then like he might get in garfield's sight line garfield oh no, oh, no. My, uh, you're my second guest I and both so of the guests well. have done that i did so well that's great i love it until now um heathcliff until heathcliff got because you know a cat could go after a frog just because it's a moving thing in its path sure, sure i don't think they're that um Cats? discriminating no i mean like there's that if it's got a heartbeat, they might go for There's it. There's a theory or thing I read. I don't know if it's a theory, but that cats not only kill indiscriminately, but like kill for regardless fun. of whether they're hungry. Oh, like for sure. Just just to kill. My like, friend Christina's cat used to torment these baby mice that she would find in the basement, mm -hmm. like bring them upstairs and keep them up all night, like in a oh. corner until Christina woke up and saw them. Oh, no. I mean, that was for fun. So anyway, back to cats. I mean, that goes back to my theory that Heathcliff's just forcing these creatures to do that and that any peace has come at the hands of his strongman characteristics. Okay. I, you know what? He does look like um, this could be North Korea. 
he looks a little like he's got sort of like the pudgy Mussolini yeah, yeah like yeah. thing going. I mean, has there like been the strut? An, there have only been so many unpudgy dictators. Oh, uh, let's know. see. I mean, Stalin was pretty hefty. I mean, uh, Hitler was Hitler was skinny. Hitler yeah, was but a he skinny. was a vegetarian, and before that existed. That's so. true. Um, uh, but every that. time you reveal that you're a vegetarian to somebody, somebody's like somebody in the room. Hitler was a vegetarian. H- mentions Hitler. Um, that's, that's what you want. Vegetarianism comes pre-Godwind. Um, well, shit. <laughs> I I mean I don't think we're any closer on this panel. No, I don't we think we figured this we out. We did get to Hitler, but we did get to Hitler, which is something every podcast has to do contractually sure. at some point. <laughs> and you know, I feel good about where we ended up. I feel confused. There and are some things about which there are more questions than answers. Yeah, I'm kind of el- elated by my confusion. Yeah. Um, there ha- it's, there's a lot to mine here. There so is. That's satisfying. There is. Um, so I think, uh, you know, we're probably running short on time, so I think we could call it here. Eileen, where can people see your work? Oh, people. Uh, if people like Instagram, they can see me at Eileen underscore uh, Murphy underscore studio. I think it's singular. Yeah, Eileen Murphy studio with uh, lines in between that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got a website? I got a website, EileenMurphy.net. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, um, as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to this um, very strange thing I'm doing. <laughs> thank you for coming, Eileen. This was great. I'm this was so a happy really to be here. fun discussion. And um, we have bro t-shirts, right, to put on after we're, this. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna have bro t-shirts made up. Definitely. Um, and. Um, if you would buy a bro t-shirt, please let me know. Um, actually, I just got an email address for this podcast. I'll put it Ooh. in the show notes, but it's uh, yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. <laughs> please send it's me any thoughts email. you have. Thank you. Yeah, um, send me any thoughts you have on this or anything else. And thank you, as always, for listening. Um, this has been this week's Heathcliff. And please have a wonderful week.